Hey there, it's Ariel Hawani, one-third of the fastest-growing show in combat sports. I'm Chuck Mendenhall. And I'm P.T. Carroll, and together we are 3 Puck. Join us on the Spotify Live app after every UFC pay-per-view and become a part of the best community in mixed martial arts. Or, if you can't make it, check out the Ringer MMA Show podcast exclusively on Spotify. See you then. Love yous. It's the Ringer Gambling Show, presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now, and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back, and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100-GAMBLER and visit rg-help.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like when your fantasy league meets up at your house. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this is anything but a fantasy. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Let's roll, baby. Welcome in. The East Coast Bias Boys are here. It's the middle of summer. I'm schwitzing from my walk from Starbucks. House is somewhere on an island. Raheem is always in the lab working. Boys, how we doing? What's happening? It's, it's the best time of the year right now, JJ, because there isn't a lot to grab our focus and, and attention in the day-to-day sporting events, although you and I jumped into that home run derby. Our draft you- was a lot of fun, Raheem. I'm not going to lie. House and I had a draft. And he went against really? his hometown guy, Juan Soto. I, nice job, I buddy. Did. Oh, how, how you going to go against Soto? I mean, I know y'all, I know he turned down $440 million, but you can't go against Soto. I made the mistake of, of investing in the, in the deadlifter, Pete Alonzo. The deadlifter and the deep came breather. Out dead. I mean, my goodness, is it a home run derby or is it like the SATs, for goodness sakes? Jeez, oh, I bro. thought it was the AVN Awards, potentially. But I'm not, we're not going there. Um, I love Soto. And by the way, JJ, I had a ticket on longest home run plus 425. Juan Soto did that for me. So it covered off a bunch of the exposure out there. Very nice. Two consecutive years, Juan Soto, longest home run. So we did okay. But it's a great time of year because not only does it afford us a little bit of a breather, some time to spend with our families, yada, 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 but also to go ahead and start some research on important topics like the NFL division winners. You guys got that pot up yesterday. What was the AFC West you guys did? Big bad AFC yeah, West. I mean, we're, we're talking about the one of the best divisions in football, so we kicked it off with a bang. And NBA win totals are out. No yes, time I'm like excited. the And honestly, I had no idea they were even out. I get a text from Raheem last week saying, yo, these are out, guys. I'm like, really? Then we see a follow-up text. Raheem sends it to me at 1215 right, right after I get off the SNY set. And Raheem, there were a couple that stood out to me immediately. 
where I feel like I got to get some action. So I know you, you're always looking to get ahead of the market. Do you like firing on these as soon as possible? Or do you like some of these, you got to allow a little marination. Where do you stand on that? I mean, I think the ones that you like, you got to jump at, jump at them because they're not going to be there very long. I mean, you look at a team like the New Orleans Pelicans, they're 43 and a half. We saw last year after they traded for CJ McCollum, I mean, they were a different team. They were 9-6 and six with C.J. McCollum and Brandon Ingram in the lineup. They pushed the Phoenix Suns in the playoffs. And now you get Zion back. I mean, this, 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 this total is going to go up. So at 43.5, you can grab that now, and there's some great value. Yeah, so this is the thing, J.J., the point Raheem just made. The markets, not all the markets are open yet. I mean, what we really need here at East Coast Bias is access. We, we need... Uh, a silent investor. We need a to proxy is what you're telling me. We need a yeah. proxy. Well, we need a proxy and we need money. We need somebody who can well, get listen, we, we know somebody who can, we can talk to as far as that goes. We may, yeah. we may have to yeah. bank. But know? look, there are opportunities in this market and those opportunities are going to change because everybody is going to start talking about it. The, the point that Raheem just made about New Orleans, not only did uh, the CJ arrival change their fortunes, but Look, they went, they started the season one and 12, and then they went 35 and 34 over the, the rest of the season. No Zion. And the thing that was most impressive to me was from all star break to the end of the season. And this is, I will just call it the McCollum effect, ranked uh, fifth in defense and sixth in, in offense. And I don't think that defense was a mirage. That was not end of season mirrors. That defense that they showed out against the the um, Phoenix Suns in those playoffs, Alvarado, Herb Jones, uh, Larry Nance Jr. off the bench, that was legit. And I really, that 43 and a half for the Pelicans, I'm telling you, it's not going to sit there. I bet by the time the season starts, it's closer to 46, something crazy like that. And I honestly think, you know, anything... I, 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 this is crazy talk, but all the way up to 50, I'm willing to, to Whoa, invest see, in. I'm not willing to go that far. I'm not I'm willing just to go that you. far. I get that. We all like the Pelicans. I think we're all going to bet them as an over. I would say the max for me would be 45 or 45 and a half where I'd feel comfortable. I don't want to, I don't want to tempt fate there, but 43 and a half is a good number. I mean, that's a good yeah. number. So if you could get on that now, get on that now. Here's another one I like, fellas. Detroit, 26 and a half. I know they're young. I know there's a lot of inexperience, but that's a low number. For a team that showed a little spunk at the end of the year, Kate Cunningham played really well at the end of the year. I could get in on Ivy. Guys, am I crazy to like Detroit over 26 and a half wins? That one stood out to me, too. I really like Detroit. I mean, obviously, you got one of my favorite players, Sadiq Bay. I mean, this guy, I mean, I think he's going to be an all-star at some point. I mean, you got him. Bagley even played well. Obviously, you you lose Jeremy Grant, but I just, I, like, I, I love it. I mean, I think this is, this, is, this is a team that could potentially challenge for a fringe playoff spot, maybe even a play-in tournament. So I, I do like it. I mean, I think 26 is, is really, really low. Well, the only cold water that I would throw on the Pistons is, are we a year too early in moving on them? Now, we're only looking for them to win an additional four games. They're, they won 23 last year. Their number's 26 and a half, so they only got to get to 27 for the over to hit. But my concern would be that they're competitive throughout the season. They collect wins, and then they take stock of where they are around February. And it's lottery time. That's, I can that, understand yeah, that. That's the concern. I can understand that. But last year, they played hard down the stretch. They did. They won it a was bunch impressive. of games down the stretch. So, like, 
I think they're going to build on that. 26 and a half is just such a low number. Maybe I'm getting suckered in. Here's an under, guys. The Rockets, 27 and a half. It's a low total, man. I know they end up with Jabari Smith. I don't care, man. That team sucks, dude. They suck. 27 and a half? Come on. That's well, that's JJ, your tanking team. I don't think they suck, but I do think that they're in a mode to build on this young talent to see what they have. There is some chemistry. I mean, Jalen Green really showed out the second half of the season once he kind of got his legs under him. He's a, he's a legit scorer in, in this league. Um, and, and I think uh, that they... Um, will be experimenting with these young guys. They had four, uh, uh, oh, no, no. They had a couple good draft picks that also should be in that rotation early on. I agree that the leap, they they only had 20 wins last year. So from 20 to 27 is a pretty sizable uh, uptick. I think that's more of like uh, enthusiasm than anything. I, I, I'm interested in hearing what Raheem says. Yeah, I, I, I agree with JJ on this. I mean, you look at this team, it's a very, very young team. Obviously, you got Jalen Green. <laughs> Obviously, you got Jabari. And you got a guy like Josh Christopher. I mean, Josh Christopher was awesome in the summer league before he got hurt. And I, but I mean, I think these are, these are young players. And obviously, I think they're going to get rid of Eric Gordon. Um, like, I don't, I, I don't see this as the team with a lot of veterans. Obviously, they trade Christian Wood. I mean, John Wall's out the, off the team now. He didn't. He didn't really play any minutes. So I just. I just think you're looking at a young team, which isn't really going to know how to win. I think 27 is inflated just because of Jabari. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. I think you can go under. Okay, Raheem. Two questions here. We don't have a total listed for the Knicks, and we don't have a total listed for the Lakers. So I'm going to let you, Mister Vegas, play odds maker for a second. The Knicks do not trade for Donovan Mitchell. Between now and the start of this year, the Nick total, 40 and a half, 41 and a half, now that they've added Jalen Brunson, is that reasonable or too high? I think 41 and a half, that, that's exactly where I would put it. I would put it in that same area as it was last year. I mean, actually, I probably would go up to about 42, um, but that's that's the highest. I think we, we were at like 41 and a half last year. I think Jalen Brunson does make them a little bit better, but he isn't. I mean, he's not that big of a playmaker, and this is not a team with a ton of shooting, so I don't see a, a huge improvement from what we saw last year. I think 41 and a half is good. I, I'm I'm taking every under available on the Knicks this upcoming season. Ah, thanks, whatever. Thanks, well, buddy. here's the here's the thing. <laughs> I, I am nothing if not a petty gambler. And I got sucked in. I so did I last year. I'm an idiot. That's why. The, I'm the an idiot. The Tibbs effect, I thought it would last two seasons. But look, to me, the Knicks have a fundamental problem. And until they address it, I'm not interested in anything having to do with, with their success this upcoming season. It's Julius Randle. He was a saboteur. He did not. He, that was not a team effort. That was not a team approach. It was a me first guy after having a, 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 an entire season with Tibbs where he showed a different side of himself, a commitment to team, a commitment to defense. The very next season, he comes out and it's a me first kind of approach. As long as Julius Randle and that conundrum is there in, in this mix, and I don't know who's going to be the coach of this team. Is it Tibbs? How, what's, what's Tibbs' leash? You know what I mean? So all of these things, to me, counsel in favor of fading the Knicks. I can understand that. Now, my caveat would be, if they make a trade for Donovan Mitchell House, does that dramatically change these feelings and these thoughts that you have initially? 
Well, what I would hope is that it dramatically inflates their win total because the public looks at New York and especially New York fans all go, oh, my God, we got the Mitch and, and, and Spider's in the house and every MSG is alive. And the number shoots up to like 46 or something. Then I'm really going to hammer the under that, that that would be my best case scenario. Yeah, I mean, when you look at what Danny Ainge wants for Donovan Mitchell, I, I think we're looking at another scenario that's similar to Carm- Carmelo Anthony, where they trade so much of the team that the team is not even good. And then you look at the backcourt between Donovan Mitchell and Jalen Brunson. I mean, this Couldn't is pretty much— Couldn't guard me and you, Raheem. Couldn't guard me yeah, and you. Yeah, like, who are they going to guard? So it's just like, I, I just think they're kind of in a bad sp- situation either way. All right, Lakers. Let's assume status quo. We know they're trying to dump Westbrook. But if it's status quo for the Lakers, I don't see a total on the Lakers. What are we looking at? What, 44, 43? They're not going to set the Laker total under 41 games for him, are they? I mean, what were they, 50 and a half last year? Well, that was a joke. I mean, I hammered the other. That was was a a joke. Merry Christmas to me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was a gift. But um, that that, that was the total gift. I think, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, they won 33 games last year. Obviously, you had some injuries. I I think you can probably go 40. I'm going to be honest with you. This is not a And you know they'll get public money coming in on the over because LeBron James is on the team. You know that house. Yeah, well, this is what I would have guessed it like closer to 42, like, you know, just slightly above 500 with the recognition that the public money is coming in really no matter what, because you're really gambling on Anthony Davis and LeBron playing most of the season. I don't know what's the over under for the, the those two guys, huh. six, 60 games each. And that that helps. I mean, produce street the clothes direction. is not st- street clothes is not playing 60 games. We know I'm going to say street clothes <laughs> and, uh, and suits and uh you know, graphic tees and all that stuff they're rocking. No, it does not count. All right. I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I love the under for the Lakers, no matter what that number is, whenever it comes out. So we'll, we'll be together on that. Now, when it comes to Brooklyn, that is going to be a total. They, are they going to Raheem? If there's not a Durant trade between now and the start of the year, they can't put a total up. Can they like, because uh, they're going to get screwed if all of a sudden, boom, Durant's traded to Miami five days after I mean, the I, I mean, I think if, if the year, if they start the year with Kevin Durant, I mean, they're likely to, I mean, put this total, I mean, we're looking at 52, 53. I mean, right around where um, the Clippers and the Phoenix Suns are because, because I think Brooklyn has had a good offseason outside of Kevin Durant demanding a trade. I mean, you look at the outside fact that they that, picked up. You know? Yeah, like, I mean, you look at the fact that they picked up T.J. Warren. I mean, you still got Seph Curry. You That's get like Joe saying Harris. Nixon had a good presidency outside of Watergate. I mean, seriously. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, like I'm, I'm just saying. And, I mean, he's still there. And, if I mean, Kevin Durant hasn't been talking to anybody. They said he's not talking to the team. He's not talking to other players around the league. So if they just decide to run this thing back, the Nets are one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. That's true. That is true. I, I Doesn't mean I want to bet it, though. Doesn't mean well, I want to bet it. It look if there is, and we'll have this iteratively, and we'll see whether or not Vegas responds. But if there's any indication that the season will start with Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and Ben Simmons all showing up on October, whatever the first game is, nineteenth, twentieth, twenty first for the for for Brooklyn, that number is going to be in the low fifties. Raheem's one hundred percent right, and it should be. It should be that number. Yeah, and then you got Ky- you got Kyrie in a contract year. So I mean, I mean, I know he's been spaced out and he's he's missed time, but. I mean, he wants a new contract, so he's going to have to deliver. 
Um, Raheem, out of the big totals, anything from that 48-and-a-half number to Boston being the high at 55-and-a-half, anything stand out to you there? There's one I really, really like, but I'm wondering if we're on the same page here. The one I really, really like out of all of those, I'm going to be honest with you, I think Minnesota is going to make the leap. I really, really do. Oh, you're I, in I on mean, the T-Wolves. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, when you look at Gobert, I mean, this guy is the best drop coverage player in the history of the league. And to me, I mean, look, I already gave out Anthony Edwards to win most improved player at 12 to one, but I'm buying the Minnesota Timberwolves as a regular season team. I think the big three with Gobert, Anthony Edwards, and Carl Anthony Towns, I think they can make a gigantic leap and be a, a dominant regular season team. Now, do I think that's going to translate in the playoffs? Not necessarily. I, I think they paid, they overpaid a little bit too much for Gobert, but I think in the short term, it makes them a better regular season team. They won, they were 46 and 36 last year. They underperformed, underperformed their Pythagorean expectation. They should have won around 48 games. I think you have a, a, a better team this year. Chris Finch in his second year. I think they went over 48 games. See, this, this JJ, that last point is the thing that really sticks with me. I think Chris Finch showed himself to be in the very upper tier of NBA head coaches to walk into that situation with guys mm -hmm. who chronically underperformed, chronically had, you know, weird chemistry kind of stuff and to be a kind of galvanizing force behind that and put them in the playoffs and put them in the playoffs in a competitive way. I think I especially trust Chris Finch with Rudy Gobert. That's the thing, like like a defensive presence that, that's never been seen in, in Minnesota, not even in the KG youth years. You know what I mean? And with it's so so much talent. And, and look at what they did. They they doubled down on D'Angelo Russell. Like they're way they're, they took all distractions off the table. These are their guys. This is what they're going in with. I'm I'm really feeling what, what Raheem's laying down. Yeah, listen, Minnesota was good to me last year, guys. So I mean I see, I have another one that stands out to me a lot. See, I do too. Um, I have two, and they're both overs. Denver, I have an under. Denver and Milwaukee. I have oh, both okay. in the over department. I like those. Milwaukee's like going to have a monster regular season. They didn't win the title last year. They had a lot of things go against them, and they give a shit. You know, I look for teams when I'm betting overs. Do they care about the regular season? Milwaukee yeah. strikes me as a team, and Giannis is a star player. Strikes me as a guy who's going to be out there more often than not. 51 and a half seems low. I think they're either one or two in the East. The other one I like is Denver at 50 and a half because everything went wrong for them last year. They're missing all their guys in the backcourt. They got the Joker. Now you tell me I get Jamal Murray back. And if he's 80 to 90% of the Jamal Murray we saw from a couple of years ago, that that's a major, major boost for the Nuggets. So two overs yeah. guys out of those big totals. Milwaukee, Denver. I think they both have big regular and, seasons. Also, you get Porter. You get Porter Jr. back. I, yes. I think that that's huge. I, I like. I mean, Nikola Jokic. You kind of got to price him like he's LeBron James or you know Giannis Antetokounmpo. Truly, one of the best players in the in the game. So I agree with you on the, on the Nuggets. I think honestly, I think you can look at some Nuggets championship futures as well. But the one that stands out for me is the Memphis Grizzlies under fifty one and a half. I like that. I, mean, I like that. <laughs> You look at the fact that um, Jaron Jackson Jr., he's hurt. He's going to be out for six, four to six months. You look at the fact that he lost Kyle Anderson. Uh, I mean, that's huge. I mean, you lose two of your best defensive wings. I just think this team takes a step back. I mean, they performed really well last year. I mean, I think they performed well over expectations. They won. They were 56 and 26. I don't think that they're that same regular season team, especially with those losses. So I'm going under. 
So I, I, I want to, I'm going to join you, Raheem. The other thing that's worth, um, you know, sort of investing in implied on this Grizzlies number is uh, that, that Ja will, will miss some time also. And I don't want John Morant to miss any time ever. I want him to play 82 games. I want him to have superhuman endurance and resilience and strength. But that's just not the track record. And honestly, it doesn't really make sense for the Grizzlies to punish Ja. And if Ja feels like he has to carry an outsized load, because missing Triple J, because of the impact of Kyle Anderson out, out of the mix. I, I, I'm not investing heavily in and under for the Grizz just because I have so much respect for that organization. And I always feel like they have another trick up their sleeve in terms of, of personnel. But I just want to warn you guys uh, that I also am super all in on Denver. I think Denver, oh boy. That, that price... Yeah. I, that's another one where I think the price might move by a full two games from the 50 and a half that is sitting at on July the 21st all the way up to potentially 52, maybe even uh, 52 and a half, 53 range. It's a brand new basketball team. I mean, Contavious uh, uh, Caldwell-Pope, Bruce Brown, uh, you're, you're, we, you guys talked about Jamal Murray. MPJ, they drafted Christian Braun, some some three-point you know shooting strength like and put that around the Joker. I mean that 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 team. The only concern at all with Denver would be injury risk. But the, the in terms of their ability, that's a very professional basketball team. They know their identity. They know who they are. They put more professionals on this team. Gave Mike Malone trustworthy guys like KCP and Brown, guys that will mix it up, guys that can play defense on the on the perimeter. I just wish we he knew somebody with some money and had a proxy somewhere. That's all I want, boys. <laughs> Raheem, get on that, at least from a proxy standpoint. Get on that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I might have to do that. I, I don't mind. I don't mind being proxy. I mean, I've I've laid down some bets, so we can we can definitely do that. We can talk off air. <laughs> so, fellas, I guess your final thought. If there's one total we didn't hit on that that really feels like it's worth a mention. We hit on a bunch, but if there's one I'm missing, Raheem, what's one that I'm missing? I got two. I, I got the Sacramento Kings. Um, look, that's a really low total. 31 and a half. I think last year, what were they? 30. They, they were got 30. to 30 last year. Yeah, they got to 30 and 52. And then they traded for Sabonis. Sabonis only played 15 games. And then, I mean, De'Aaron Fox and Sabonis didn't play too many games together. So I think this is a team that really wants to challenge for the playoffs. They have the longest playoff drought. In the NBA, they haven't made the, the playoffs since the Maloof brothers were, were owners, I think in like 2002, 2003. So I, I just think they're going to be looking towards the play-in tournament. I mean, obviously, you get a guy like Keegan Murray, one of the oldest players in the draft. He comes in. I mean, look, he looked really good. So I think they hit this 31 and a half. I think the other one is probably Cleveland. I mean, that's kind of disrespectful. One of the best defensive teams in the league last year. Um, You got... <laughs> You got Evan Mobley. I, I just, I, I just think this is a team that's, that's set up to be one of the best defensive teams in the league. And then they had a ton of injuries last year, so I think over forty-one and a half is a little low. How's anything for you? Um, I'm on the chalk, uh, the the super square side of the Clippers. I believe in in the Clippers. Getting wow, to, you're gonna to, weigh that. You're gonna mm -hmm. weigh that hefty number there with regular season oh, wins. God bless. They got the 42 wins last year with a team that you know. I know that I. Uh, had a, a, my own love affair with the them little because of how hard they Clippers. Play. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and and I it's a lot of respect for Ty Lue. That's really for me what it what it comes down to. It's another team in the West where it's a brand new basketball team. You know, you you put Kawhi 
alongside Paul George, alongside Robert Covington, alongside Norman Powell, and John Wall coming off the bench. It's another very veteran team, a team that absolutely knows how to play. They have guys that will be, um, you know, mature enough to handle their roles. Reggie Jackson's going to be, I think, you know, he's an asset. And, and I just like their versatility of how they play. The only thing that would, you know, um, be a reason to, to, to fade them a little bit would be if you believed in the West, a bunch of teams getting better in the West. But if we're fading the Grizzlies, then maybe some of those wins come at, at you know into the hands of the Clippers. I think the only thing that's I, I love the Clippers next year. Obviously, I gave out the Clippers to win the title. I think the thing that scares me is the fact that you got Kawhi Leonard, you got Paul George. I don't know if the regular season is going to be the priority. Sure. I think this is a. I mean, you're going to have to deal with so much load management from this team. And I mean, you look at them in 2020, 2021, they were just 47 and 25. Um, so it's just like, I, I don't know. I think the seating might not be a priority. So that's the thing that's keeping me off of it. And I think it's priced. I think it's a little high. I mean, 53 and a half. That's the second highest win total on the board. I, the, th- the thing I want to get your thoughts on is Boston. Because I think that's that's a really high total. Way too high a number. No way in the world yeah. I'd play it. It's under a pass. I don't know if I'm playing the under, but if I'm playing anything there, guys, it's under a pass. The funniest thing to me is the enthusiasm. The I mean, maybe the ebullience. Like everybody associated with Boston across. Oh my God! Look at the improvement. They they got a dynamic uh, uh, playmaker on offense finally in the form of Malcolm Brogdon. Well, first of all, how many? What's the over under for number of games Malcolm Brogdon is going to play this upcoming? Thirty five and a half. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> I'm rooting for more. I I like him quite a bit. He's a, a University of Virginia product, and I think he's you know he's he's super talented. The thing that I would be worried about with Boston is their uh, uh, backcourt depth. I mean, the frontcourt depth. I I I'm uh, the Robert Williams and Al Horford. I think you're asking for a lot out of that combination. Robert Williams has to show that he can play. Uh, you know, 65, 70 games. And what are we expecting that the playoff version of Al Horford that we got last year is going to be the, 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 the version that we get throughout the, the upcoming regular season. I think they need another piece um, in terms of building in additional size and, and, and rebounding and defensive presence around the rim. I mean, for me, they were one of the best teams in the league for the last three, three months of the season. And I think playing at that level is unsustainable for anybody. And I, I just think, if you're playing this over, you're you're saying that the Celtics are one of the best teams of all time, and because that's that's how they play. And, through. and I don't think any and of us are making not, that point. Yeah, no. I, I just think you can't do that. So this is this is an under or pass, and I, I don't I don't want to play the under on this. <laughs> yeah, Fellas, I'm gonna pass. Tremendous job. We get back now to our football breakdowns every which way here on Ringer Gambling. So who knows? Maybe Donovan Mitchell's a Nick in the next few weeks, and we got to adjust these and. We will adjust these, of course, as we get closer to the season. (laughs) House, enjoy vacation. Raheem, get back in the lab. Maybe I'll make a putt. At some point in my life, I'll make a putt. (laughs) I'm hitting the ball. We're rooting for you, JJ. We're We're rooting for you. I got to come out there and play with y'all. I mean, I I haven't played too much golf in my life. Jump on the turnpike. Let's go. Get your ass up here. I already owe him two rounds of golf, so you can come up for for, for a couple of that. Yeah, come up for that. We'll do that. Just buy us on the golf course. Stellar. All right, guys. Enjoy. Good work. Well done. Boys are out. Be good, everybody.